0: I love it, don't you? The podcast, or friend, share with friends, whether they like it or not. I'm Elizabeth. I'm
1: Kim. And I'm Janelle. And today we are uh, going to be reviewing my selection, which is one of the most nostalgic things that I have, um, a Very Potter musical. Um, I've seen it, but neither did uh, uh, Kim and Elizabeth. Neither one of them had. Um, if you've never heard of it, it's basically a recorded uh, theater production um, that centers around Harry Potter's second year at Hogwarts um, it's both a parody and an homage to Harry Potter so it mixes a whole bunch of the books together it actually takes uh, book one four six and seven um, and I took this straight from the wiki about this <laughs> because <laughs> That's they, what I'm have, talking about. they have a better like plot summary than I could ever come up with mm-hmm. so centers around Harry's second year um, Professor Quirrell is the new Defense Ad- Against the Dark Arts teacher, um, and he reinstates the House Cup tournament, and a champion from each house is chosen to compete. But when Voldemort uses the tournament to fulfill a plot to return to his body, things take turn, take a turn for the Grimm, for Harry and his friends, who must find and destroy Voldemort's horcruxes before it's too late. Mm-hmm. Bum bum bum. So... Like I said, it kind of fuses all of these different plot lines and adds a whole bunch of, like, quirks to the original characters. Um, really, there's uh, a lot of the, the cast members in Team Star Kid, which these are the, the people who put it out there. I didn't say that. Um, they kind of have been mainly focused in their theater company, which they, they run out of um, Chicago right now. Um, but they have made a couple forays into... Um, mainstream media. Primarily, the person who plays Harry uh, being <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth's is uh,
0: fist bumping. Dance. Yeah. Um, Cheer dance. <laughs> primarily,
1: we have Darren Chris who plays Harry Potter. Um, if you don't know Darren Chris, he became like really pretty famous off of Glee. Mm-hmm. That's um, where I found out about
0: him. That's where that,
2: yeah, him. That's where I knew him from. Oh, and then I, sorry
0: interrupting you but and um, my roommate in college um, told me that he starred in this Harry Harry Potter musical Mm -hmm. so that's just where I first learned about this yeah
1: it actually was originally called a Harry Potter musical but copyright Mm -hmm. Um, so that's something that we get I want to talk about real fast before I ask you guys about your opinions Um, if you go to watch this don't be surprised a about the mixing of the plot lines if you're a purist you're probably not gonna enjoy this Um, B There was no budget for this. Like, they didn't, Mm -hmm. because they couldn't, like, earn money for this, or else they would get in trouble, like, copyright wise. So, everything is, like, very low tech. Um, They don't have much in the way of set pieces, but they do so much, at least in my opinion, they do so much with so little. So, there's Mm -hmm. that warning. And without further ado, what did you two like about this? What, what Or mm-hmm. did you like it, I should say. Did you yeah, like I it? I don't
0: know. I know that our opinions differ, mm-hmm. so I don't know who should go first. Whoever wow. wants to. Okay. That's fine with me. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Can I go first? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I did end up really enjoying it. Um, I was, like, wary about this because uh, watching things on YouTube just isn't my go-to form of entertainment. And usually I find myself thinking that The things that people show me on YouTube that they think are funny, I don't think are funny. (laughs) And just, I don't know what it is, but I was wrong and I ended up really enjoying it. I did have to get past, it took me a while to figure out what they were doing with Hermione because at first I was like, why is (laughs) everyone hating on Hermione? She's the best, but I do have a theory. About why they were doing that, and it's kind of one of the reasons I started really enjoying it. That, and it made me laugh. I was like, <laughs> when Draco came on the set, I was like that. It w- it was really funny. Draco's the best. So, uh, I ended up really enjoying it, and I started watching the second one. Um, but I also I did stop uh, watching that and got up for my nap and you know, <laughs> my cuddling with my cat. So. <laughs>
2: I kind of had the opposite reaction. I thought I would really, really like it, and I wanted to like it mm-hmm. i I don't know if I was just in a bad mood when I started watching it, yeah, um, but there were things that struck me that I just kind of made it hard for me to like it overall. One was the treatment of harmony, and just kind of in general, like I'm sarcastic, I like to give people a hard time, like everybody knows that. But I do it with... I try and do it with a love and respect, and I like that in my shows, too. And Mm -hmm. to me, it was just mean in it. Mm -hmm. All of the giving of the hard time. Like, it really just made me... I've been overanalyzing this as I was shelving books today. (laughs) So it really just kind of flashed back to experiences I had in high school and like Dumbledore is sitting there coming down on Hermione and making fun of her and, and everything. And that's an adult figure and that doing that to a teenager or whatever and that just isn't cool with me and I've had experience with that. And so it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way and kind mm-hmm. of made it hard to thoroughly enjoy it.
1: That's fair. Mm-hmm. They are very hard on Hermione. Um, and that's one of my points actually is that Everybody in the musical is a caricature of, like, the the original source material. So, Harry's got that, like, precocious kid thing going on in the books. So, in this, he's, like, full of bravado and everything. It, it, they take all of that, like, to the nth degree, and he's, like, so obsessed with his fame. Mm-hmm. Um... And Hermione is you know described as being like all about the books and everything and and not like caring about her appearance necessarily. So like everybody just treats her like crap in this. Mm-hmm. And it is I was I was actually affected a little more watching it this time. This is like the seventh time I've watched this. Mm-hmm. Um, not counting like all of the random times I just go and find a random clip of it and, and watch. and it was it was a little more difficult. To watch it now, but it's so full of nostalgia that I apparently, like, just Uh kind of pushed that down and didn't pay attention (laughs) to it.
2: I I totally get that, because there's stuff I do that with. Yeah, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, for me coming at it, had I watched it when I was a teenager, probably would have loved it. Yeah. And I wanted to, and there were things about it I did like, but just overall, it was like, I only watched the first act, Mm because I was like, I'd rather spend, go read the book I'm reading than... Yeah, watch the second act before our podcast. You know Mm -hmm. that type of thing. Yeah, Um, but yeah,
1: that's fair. Mm -hmm. I maybe I should I go over my little my my strange route with Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or will this alienate friends, uh, fans? No, no. Like, all three of them. Um, <laughs>
2: they're, they're, no, ma- they're mainly our family and friends, right. so, oh, okay. you know, it's good. And
0: also, there's Hi, a lot Kim's people mom out there. I bet you there's a lot more people with the same story <laughs> as you than you think. I
1: don't know. If you look at, like, Harry Potter confessions, I'm apparently by myself. <laughs> 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 um, I was not allowed to watch or read Harry Potter um from a you know really conservative family and that's you know that's whatever you know parents do what they do but um harry potter and sci-fi those were my rebellion things um i watched i wanted to watch like nerdy stuff and so i would secretly watch the sci-fi channel all the time when my parents didn't know about it not that they would have done anything i don't think they would have just rolled their eyes mainly um but harry potter was a clear (laughs) no-no (laughs) And I hated Harry Potter to no end prior to reading and watching it because it's always the movies would always come out the day before or the day of my birthday. And it was like I wasn't allowed allowed to like them. So sharing a day with them was like terrible for me. (laughs) Um, So I decided when I turned 18 that I was going to uh, start reading the books. But prior to that, I was, you know trying to sneak my way into that universe and all my friends were getting into a Harry Potter musical. So I watched that before I had read anything or watched anything of substance. Mm -hmm. Um, so to me, this is my Harry Potter, (laughs) which I shouldn't say, but it is, um, this has so much nostalgia. I was laughing just as hard as I ever have when I was watching this. Um, and yeah I mean now I've watched all of the movies and I'm, I'm working my way through the books slowly just I let college get in the way and all that good stuff which mm-hmm. is not an excuse but it's an excuse um, that's my story with Harry Potter so that's why I am probably the, the best and the worst person to introduce you guys to this because I'm so biased oh <laughs> so biased I remember driving to work and to school for a year straight listening to um going back or get back to hogwarts the whole way and I had it timed (laughs) it was like seven minutes to school the cd track is like 10 minutes so i would start it as soon as i left and then like sit in the once i would you know get to school or whatever i'd sit in the parking lot like hanging out like singing the rest of the song the whole way (laughs) every day for a year (laughs) so that is my thing was there anything that you did find that you really liked about it at all, Kim? Draco. Draco. Draco's hilarious. <laughs> Draco's so amazing.
2: Which, okay, it's kind of funny because one another issue I had with it was kind of the over-the-topness, the caricature yeah. of the characters. And Draco is too, but I just really enjoyed Draco.
0: <laughs> I don't, why, someone, I know you had something you were going to say about Draco, <laughs> but please, like, her, the that actress rolling around on the floor was so <laughs> funny to me. Like, so funny. And someone please explain why that was funny. Do we have an answer to that? It's just an extension. And yeah, like, why is that an extension of Draco? It's like, I was thinking, like, that is, like, for some reason that is so Draco, but I don't understand why. Well, I think it's because we think of
1: people when they're really pomp- uh, pompous and proper and everything that they move really slowly and, and grandly and everything like that. So it's it's kind of a, a quote, unquote, natural extension mm-hmm. of that idea and that he just has to be so extravagant, and he doesn't know how to, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
0: so. <laughs> okay, I got it.
1: Draco, okay. though, in this, instead of being, you know, a, a normal height, like, skinny guy, it's a really short girl mm-hmm. who's wearing a blonde wig and has robes that just feel like they're way too big for her. Um, and she wears a diaper. Underneath. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you not notice that, Kim? No. Oh, no. That's in the second act. Oh. You missed it. <laughs> um, you missed some, like, really quality stuff in the second act. You, you diaper-wearing, might, you, <laughs> you might <missed> want... You <laughs> <laughs> quality stuff here. And actually, she actually misses my absolute favorite scene in the entire thing, when uh, Ron is hugging the giant chocolate bar and <gasps> lamenting yes. over...
0: I love that He part. has like a five pound Hershey bar yes. and he's hugging it to his body. And he's okay, like, Can I say it? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and he's like, Harry's complaining about, oh, Voldemort being back. Now it's all on him, and then Ron is like, "I'm really upset here, Harry." And it's always all about you, and this time it's about me. Something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. And I just loved it so much. He's eating the chocolate bar. Did I do it, this <laughs> Well, s-
1: some of it. I mean, he's got this whole speech, but like my favorite part is where he's just like, "And I just every time I see her, I just have pains in my chest, and I just can't stand it." That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to bleep me again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But it's just the funniest thing. Um, I but just yes. love that because, like, Harry... Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Harry fine. does get so whiny. I mean, like, I love Harry. I love him. But he does get whiny and kind of emo in, um, I don't know, in the later books. And I just love that they have that little thing in there. Like, you're just so whiny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's very self-aware. That's, that's my thing is by having them as caricatures of themselves, it's just showing how aware they are that... These are great characters, but they also have like really big flaws. Yeah. Except for Hermione because everybody's craps on her. Well,
0: Hermione okay, <laughs> I have a whole thing about that but I don't mean, I don't know if it's right. I don't know if I'm like have like my Hermione like goggles on and I'm just seeing everything like <laughs> to me it's like all about Hermione being amazing because it's like I feel like they're um, magnifying like Harry's uh, laziness and Ron's eating and being stupid (laughs) and that Hermione is still the only one that can figure out what anything is and like what anything is going on and everybody ignoring her, I think magnifies that part, her being right. (laughs) And, um, and Hermione, sometimes to me it feels like in this play, Hermione's, like, stuck in this world where everybody's just gone, like, cuckoo. And, like, really then when you start, when I started thinking about the plots, like, yeah, why did they bring back that wizard Tournament? And there are four houses. Like, what? Oh, wait, there's three schools, though. Yeah. Got it. Um, okay, so, anyway. Um, I just thought, I just emphasized how Hermione, how right Hermione was all the time.
1: I always compare a very Potter musical to um, like Shaun of the Dead. Have you guys seen Shaun of the Dead? No. We love Shaun of the Dead. Okay. So you know how it's, it's both making fun of the zombie genre and being like a really loving homage to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Our listeners cannot see you shake your head.
0: Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you. <Kim>. It, uh, <laughs> that's really
1: what this is. It, it, just like uh, how Shaun of the Dead like brings out the best parts of the zombie genre, um, that that's what Harry Potter does. It shows just like what's so great about Harry Potter, like how they overcome and like mm-hmm. how great the characters are, but just also makes sure to like very clearly point out the stupid stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the things though that I, I cannot forget to say or else I would be in deep trouble. Um, about Draco, <laughs> it is, somebody actually asked Tom Felton, who plays the actual Draco, yeah. um, <laughs> asked him at a conference if he'd seen a Harry Potter musical and asked him what he thought about the Draco in there, about how she would roll around on the floor all the mm-hmm. time. And his answer was so funny. He's like, no, I've heard about this. I haven't been able to watch it, but why does, What? Why, why does he, ro- why does she roll around on the floor?
0: <laughs> she?
1: <laughs> it was just the funniest thing. So this uh, this thing really became, like, a cultural phenomenon. If you ever see, like, any Tumblr post uh, about, like, Harry Potter or anything, especially ones where they've, like, screen-capped, you know, the best of Tumblr posts or whatever, um, there's usually a reference to this musical somewhere in there. Um, and... <laughs> Even when it's just something that's like, I don't find that very surprising. (laughs) There's like always a reference to Hufflepuffs or something in there, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, So it's like really gotten out there to the point that Ivana Lynch, Ivana, is that her name? I'm not sure. Ivana, um, the girl who plays Luna Lovegood in the movies was actually in the third very Potter musical
0: that's amazing. She played Luna Lovegood <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> in it. And it was just, I, I don't know. It's really cool. It's become like a really special cultural phenomenon. And I think they grew really well with each one. So just know that if you dive into this, mm-hmm. it starts off a little rocky, but it's got a lot of charm. But then it continues on and gets better and better and better, in my opinion.
2: I think probably for me also, like, because I like Harry Potter. I've read all of the books, but I've never watched the movies. Mm-hmm. And it's been years since I've read the books. Like, I read them once I moved on. Like, it didn't become, like, an obsession for me and something, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think probably if it was one of the things I obsessed over, it would have either made me like it more or hate it more. It would have done one Mm -hmm. of the two. But since I enjoyed it, but it never became an obsession, I think that's kind of why, like, it just kind of didn't hit a sweet spot for me
0: that's fair for me i was like it mean for me it was also nostalgic because i kept thinking like um just like connecting things that they were doing to the movies and the books and thinking like oh i want to go back and watch that you know Mm -hmm. like the the movie um i mean i might eventually go back and watch a very potter musical but it made me want to go back and watch their original movie Mm -hmm. um do you have, like, I don't think, have I asked you, have we asked you, like, why you never saw the movie? So, is, was there any reason, or were you just not interested?
2: Uh, for the longest time, I just didn't care about Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Like, when it first started coming out and whatever, and I um, come from a conservative background too, and so there was kind of that, but there was also just, um, it wasn't until I was older and adult that I started getting into things about like magic or fantasy or any of that type of thing. So in high school, when they started coming out, like I just didn't really care that much. Um, And then it kind of, because it became the thing, like everybody reading them and stuff. Like I also sometimes get, you know, my little stubborn streak. And so it became a, a a thing where it was like, well, I'm not going to. Mm -hmm. And so I actually never even started reading them until after the seventh book came out. And then within like, Six months I had read them all or whatever, like especially like within a month, I think I read the last four mm-hmm. um but so it was just kind of mm-hmm. you know circumstances and whatever, so I was much more interested in reading them than I would have been in seeing the movie yeah. anyway, that's just me in general, mm-hmm. so then once I had read them like a lot of the movies were out and it was just like I didn't really feel like going back and watching all of them like I was like if I if I watched them fine if not Mm -hmm. fine like yeah so
1: okay I was just curious
2: yeah um but like okay so right now I'm reading Eligible which is like a Pride and Prejudice retelling mm -hmm. and so I was reading that this afternoon and watching this but like because that it, Pride and Prejudice is one of my, like, obsessions and loves. Like, uh-huh. those characters, I see, like, I see how much they're different because it's a modern retelling. But I also see how much they are honoring the original character and stuff. And, like, so I'm loving that book mm-hmm. because, because of that, where I, I feel like there's not that depth of my love of Harry Potter. Okay,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally get that. I don't. Yeah, like I can't. I'm gonna talk about my background a little bit. Since you guys talking about yours, um, unacceptable. Whatever, Kim. So um, I don't come from a conservative family. My mom actually bought the first book. Uh, actually, no, no. Okay, I have a gripe about this. Mom, <laughs> who listens to my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> she Get bought ready, the. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> she bought the second book before she bought the first book she thought the second book was the first book and she started (laughs) reading that to me (laughs) and I was like mom this doesn't make any sense like what is going on (laughs) and then finally we figured out that the first (laughs) that we needed to read the first book first so anyway so she read me she and that was a long story basically she read me um most of the harry potter books when I was younger I don't remember what age she started reading to me I mean she's been she was reading to me from a very young age but I don't remember what age she started reading me the Harry Potter books. Um and then eventually started reading them on my own probably like the last 3 or the last 2 I don't remember. But yeah, so that's part of the reason it's so nostalgic for me uh is because they were just kind of part of that little ritual growing up with you no. Know, I
1: really one of my favorite things about this uh, is the re- reoccurring gags and stuff that are throughout. Because there's usually one assigned to, like, each character mm-hmm. that is a trait or a oh, reoccurring okay, gag. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite ones, though, have to be with Ron. <laughs> <laughs> How he is always eating oh. every time. Um, any time he enters a room, a bass plays, like, this this sitcom sound. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, though, about that bass player. His name is Carlos Valdez. He plays Cisco Ramon in The Flash series. What? Yes. So he's friends with Grant Gustin, who plays The Flash, who was also in Glee. <gasps> he was? <laughs> yeah, so there's, like, this circle of... of That's amazing. Yeah, isn't that of, cool? Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Ron's little, like, sit- sitcom entrances. Mm-hmm. And every time he's eating... <laughs> There's actually one part in the beginning when he, like, pulls out a bunch of, like, Chinese takeout. Did did you guys notice? (laughs) Yes. He uses his wand as a chopstick. Oh, I did
0: not notice that. He takes
1: his wand and starts, like, using it, and whenever he's done eating or whatever, he he (laughs) licks his wand off and puts it behind his ear. Oh, my
0: goodness. And it kills me. I love his headband, and I love that they brought his headband back. For the uh, sequel. Yes. But Harry's wearing it. <laughs> it's adorable. how how far into the sequel are you now? Um I didn't get very far. I think they just showed up at Hogwarts. Well, it gets cuter. Oh. Okay. With the Oh bend. wait, they were okay. Well, I'll man, just, you just got me curious know, now. Yeah. Um I also love there was this one part, I don't know if it was in the second act because I just let it go until I was like, I'm way past. Like, where am <laughs> supposed to be? Um, where Someone from the band like okay they what are they about to do? They're about to like go face something, the three of them um, Harry, Hermione and Ron. And Ron doesn't have any food in his hand. So <laughs> they've
1: just boarded up the room like all of the Hogwarts students. Harry's off going to go uh, fight Voldemort yeah. and Ron's like trying to dole out orders like you know you go and you, you barricade the door and you do this and you do that and I need snacks and they doesn't have any okay and he's like i'll quit (laughs) (laughs) and then like the piano player like gets up and hands him some Twizzler.
0: okay so that was planned it was like he forgot his prop i don't know i I I, love the line afterwards where like um harry is like it's a magical castle you know that just (laughs) appears (laughs) that candy (laughs) will disappear out of nowhere i don't i just love that moment so much
1: that's something that that uh team stark is really good for they usually like okay. They record all, pretty much all of their musicals now and post them online. So they'll they'll have a season where they're shooting a, a musical that they've done like an original one, mm-hmm. um, and then they will record it one night and then they'll or multiple nights I think maybe sometimes. But then they'll they'll edit it and put it up months later for everybody to see.
2: Okay.
1: Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> you can usually find slip ups in them. They don't usually edit them out. Mm. And there's actually one in the sequel that is really funny um, where, like, they have a Zephron poster in that one, too. <laughs> I love the Zephron
0: poster so which much. Which we can't go
1: into much in case Kim, like, actually does watch the second act.
0: Okay, I mean, it, you,
1: can, you can spoil it for me. You no, know, it's so funny. it's so funny Um, but it comes back and like they try to get it off the wall in the second one and And they can't get it off the wall and they're like "Uh, it's stuck on there with magic and so like they they continue the scene from there and it's just the funniest thing (laughs) yeah Um, they're very good at like glossing over when somebody screws up but it's enough though that you can notice it Mm -hmm. but you don't mind that they've screwed up and that you can tell like it's just it's so fun they're brilliant I love how much they do with so little in some Mm -hmm. of their musicals like my example with this is always um, when they're trying to show what flu powder does and they don't I mean how do you show Mm -hmm. powder that like sucks you down You know, a chimney or, or however it works. Um, Well, apparently you flash the lights and you blow a bunch of smoke and you have people (laughs) run around in circles saying "flu powder power, flu powder power." (laughs) That's how you portray that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's this musical is one of the reasons why I love theater so much like whenever i see a theatrical produc- production i have to sit there and think about how they've done everything that's why i think about tv shows the same way why i'm over analytical it kind of stems back to this musical because it's like how are they going to do that what did they rig up to make that move like that how did they you know how could they have portrayed that better here you go, Harry Potter Musical. <laughs> the things that annoy you so much about me. <laughs>
2: oh, no. No, are you a why person? Like, when you're learning something, like, you have to know the why? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm very that much makes that sense. person. Because, because I'm... I need to know the why eventually, but when I'm just learning something, tell me the steps. Let me know how to do it, and then I will figure out the why later.
0: Okay. So, I was getting excited because um, Professor Quirrell and... Um, <laughs> Mort uh, and I love them so much. I love their friendship. You it know what's so funny?
1: You know what their name is online? What? Coral Mort.
0: That's amazing. It's adorable. Uh, <laughs> it was so great, oh <laughs> I'm like, oh, I love it so much. Now you do miss
1: the best part in the whole musical. <laughs> yeah, that well, was not you amazing. only told me I had to
2: watch Act One.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no. Hey, you actually set that rule way back in the day.
0: In our little like. Oh, like how much time we yeah. spent.
2: Oh, for musicals. I mean, you
0: could have made those, do <laughs> like Finger you would have listened.
2: Um, I don't remember what rules I've made up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been abiding by them. Yeah, so. we I actually, we've been,
2: I mean, I do have it on yeah, the spreadsheet you, somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah, we know Kim. We know if we were to break rule, you'd be like, but like, I, I, but I really no, I really didn't remember for
2: like musical or whatever. Yeah, and we, I think because I was thinking like listening to it, and I'm no. not gonna force you oh, to listen to all you. of. Hamilton, yeah, that, but I'm gonna rejoice you know, when you I do. I think that actually
0: their performance is worth just going through and finding the clips of that. Like not even finding the whole music. I mean, like you can definitely, but I highly recommend you go and watch them because they're adorable. I never thought I would. Say oh, that, Voldemort and Quirrell? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't know. I was I was still on that. Squirrel. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what you guys were talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, Voldemort and Quirrell are the cutest dang thing. In this entire thing, I
0: love
1: it um and some of their best scenes are in the second act <laughs> okay.
2: when, when they're no longer one,
1: sharply <laughs> like stares at Kim
2: yeah. <laughs> um,
1: they are fantastic, and that's that's one of the things that I love about this is how are you supposed to portray somebody on the back of somebody's <sighs> head? Well, you just stick two guys under a cape and make them walk around really carefully <laughs> I mean
0: like it's a, and also, I never thought so th- what they did was like. They kind of, like, made fun of what it would, it, what would it be like if you had to live, well, I guess people don't have to wonder, some people don't have to wonder about this, but if you had another person attached to you, just living with you, <laughs> but, like, uh, Lord Voldemort, what would it be like if you had, a, if your that other person was Voldemort? Right. Um. I did enjoy, like, when they would have so him,
2: like, bend over and, like, the other person is, like, you know, so then, like, yeah. bent backwards, mm-hmm. like feet mm-hmm. off the ground and stuff that was pretty funny or like when they <laughs> laid down like to try and sleep and it's yeah, like that's the
0: part I'm thinking
2: about yeah yeah
0: okay yeah. I
1: love I, I love the references though like what it would mean for their characters as well mm-hmm. so like when Voldemort's having his little like speech while they're getting ready for bed and he's like it tastes like cool mint <laughs> <laughs> because because Quirrell's, like, gurgling mouthwash oh, yeah. while Volder- Voldemort's trying to talk about, like, his world domination plan. This <laughs> 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 so stuff like that. It's just so
0: funny. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it when he gets onto Quirrell for not folding those clothes. <laughs> and when he tells Quirrell that, you don't have to call me my lord, okay? Like, I've seen you wipe your butt. <laughs> okay, we're past that. <laughs> we're just past that. Oh, um, Draco sorry um i don't know if you had a point Janelle, but i'm gonna interrupt you i really love the scene where hermione beats up draco and his two goons (laughs) and then after when she leaves draco is like touching the bottom of his nose and going like am i am i bleeding am i bleeding i don't know what he's saying (laughs) yeah am am i bleeding am i bleeding and then like um
1: goyle comes up and he's like no! <laughs> it's like, every time Goyle appears in this musical, I just, I laugh hysterically.
2: Yeah. I did I did find that funny when Draco's being, Am I bleeding? And then that comes back, though, when in him and, yeah. and Ron are yeah. both like, I'm bleeding, I'm bleeding.
0: Yeah. And they're just like <laughs> holding out their hands to each other. Like, what is this? And then for some reason, Draco's sitting on the floor doing that. I just, it's also kind of adorable to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just loved it so much. I like that you can feel sympathy for
1: Draco being such a jerk, even when you have no, like, mm-hmm. look at, like, who his father is. <clears throat> you oh, know, like, in mm-hmm. the movies and the books, it's like, okay, he has terrible parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can understand it a little bit more. Like, not that you necessarily like, love him or anything, but, like, in the musical, you still... <laughs> you get to see, like, his softer side Yeah, <laughs> coming through sometimes, especially when he's like... You know who I would never take to the dance? That Hermione Granger. <laughs> and then always like, I wouldn't, n- not above a 9.8. I would not score <laughs> her above that.
0: <laughs> I love that part too, because I also think that there are like a lot of points where people are making fun of how Hermione looks, but I thought that it was kind of pointing out how stupid they were to think that she looked ugly because she was actually really beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I I think that might be my Hermione Granger, like, goggles, like, coming on. Where I see everything towards her advantage. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just... I
1: I don't even know where I was going. I just enjoy Draco <laughs> a lot. Um, there's so many quotes in this that, like, I remember us getting, like, hysterically laughing about during high school. Usually they had to do with Goyle, <laughs> oh. <laughs> when he's like, Indian burn hicks <laughs> And he's like torturing Neville and everything. Like, everything he does in this is just hilarious. Mm-hmm. But not only that, one of the, the first, like, speaking parts of the movie is just the funniest dang thing to me. Um, when they're starting to talk about the the house cup tournament um and saying you know uh can you tell me can anybody tell me what a port key is and like hermione gives this like fantastically fast like completely accurate answer and he's like great and can anybody tell me what foreshadowing (laughs) is (laughs) and that trend gets continued when snape um or when uh harry asks snape you know what's a horcrux And, and snape's like I'm not even going to tell you, Potter. You're going to find out soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: It's just so clever.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: I really like that part, too, because, I mean, when I was reading the books and watching the movie, I never really thought about how all that information was being delivered. Mm-hmm. But when they did that and they pointed it out, I was like, <laughs> I get not wait what's going on. Yeah. I uh, remember
1: reading the books and thinking, oh, this is how this is going to connect later on, because yeah. I already kind of... I had to ask my friends, like, is this really how the books do things? Like, I know it's mixed around, mm-hmm. but it, is this plot line, like, real? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh. So then when I went back and started, like, actually reading the books, I could see mm-hmm. where the paths were being laid already.
0: Right. They were in class to give us background. Like, right. what not there some point where they were, like, and, y- like, someone pointed to the audience and was like, and you need to know this. <laughs> <It's> Snape. <laughs> um, that was great. Um...
1: This is another one of my favorite quotes, but one of the reasons why I like it so much for being so, um, aware Mm -hmm. (laughs) of the faults of, maybe this is more a fault of the movie than the books, but, um... When Dumbledore is like, basically, I've been putting anybody who looks like a good guy into Gryffindor. <laughs> anybody who looks like a bad guy into Slytherin. And the other two can go wherever the hell they want. I don't care. Yeah. And Cedric pops up and he's like, Hufflepuffs are particularly good finders. <laughs> and Dumbledore's just like, what the hell
0: is a Hufflepuff? <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> it's so good. And
1: I love Cedric's reaction because he just kind of like smiles awkwardly and then like sits down. <laughs> I don't have a point about that. I just feel like it has to be said. Yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes. Mm-hmm.
0: Did I'll you have any of here? Because my back has been to you.
2: <laughs> it was just <laughs> weird. You both, like, look at me, like, suddenly. <laughs> was like, Can oh. you tell us funny things. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I really See, enjoyed that part. That was another thing. Like, I was finding things humorous, but... I think this had to do with kind of the fact that it wasn't as good of quality or whatever. So you heard the audience reaction a lot. So things I might find humorous, the audience were finding hysterical. So it just kind of made it feel Mm -hmm. like I was not getting something. Yeah. And so I think that kind of distanced Mm -hmm. me from it, too. Because it's like, okay, apparently I'm just not on the same wavelength.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's fair. But I actually thought about that this time through. um, Because... A lot of the time when you when you hear, like, comedy events or, like, TED Talks, this is one of the big ones, like, TED Talks, and if anybody says anything, like, kind of funny or whatever, you don't hear the audience laugh because it's only, like, the, the speaker that's mic'd. You might hear a couple chuckles, but it just makes it feel like it awkwardly, awkwardly falls flat, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I realized, even though it's, like, distracting, at least for me because I'm really invested in this musical... And I feel like anybody who is, like, really getting into it, um, being able to hear the audience react was, like, hilarious for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: To hear that they're totally invested in it as well. Yeah. Made it fun. And,
0: and enjoying it so much.
1: But I right. hadn't thought about how that might be a negative experience for
2: anybody. Right. Because I think, like, because I was, I was finding things amusing, but I wasn't finding anything laugh out loud funny or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, the audience was enjoying it a lot more than I was. Yeah. And so it was just like... Mm, okay, yeah, this apparently just isn't for me. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I got a feeling though that's in part because those were probably some of their friends in the audience. Yeah. Oh. This, um, I never actually said Team Star Kid. They began as as being it, like theater students at the University of Michigan, so they all met each other through there. Um, and then I don't know if Harry, if Harry Potter musical was made after they graduated or or before or what. But anyway, they kind of made their own troupe as well. Um, and then, you know, started doing plays and stuff like that. So I think when they did a Harry Potter musical, though, they were actually still at the University of Michigan. So I'm sure that a lot of the audience that's just, like, dying oh. is probably their friends. Right. Um, but they've since moved to Chicago, and they still they sell out theaters.
0: I bet.
1: Yeah. They've... Um, Maybe should I list off some of their their musicals that sure, they've done? Yeah. Or do you guys have anything that you're talking uh, about? Let me just throw about? this
0: in. Yeah, if you're ahead. worried about the audio quality, um, it has right gl- like the closed captions are great. I turn those on and it really helped me. Um, if you are invested in closed captions like I am. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, another another point. If you do watch this and you really like. Um, really like the songs and stuff like that they do have the lyrics to the songs in the de- in the descriptions of the videos and you can also download the album for free on Bandcamp. okay that's um cool. but they ask for a donation so that they don't run out of free downloads okay um so um i don't know that i have anything else to talk about with
0: mm-hmm.
1: this do you guys
0: I did like. I mean, like, I did like this version of Dumbledore. I like how they made fun right? of withholding so much information from <laughs> Harry, uh, like so much. Like at the end, I don't know what, the, what if this was the end of anything? What if
1: it was like I don't know? No, it's it's towards the end of Act Two, when he's kind of in the
0: the, the limbo type place. Yes, in the limbo yeah. type place. Okay, sorry, Kim. And Dumbledore's like, okay, and now I'm going to tell you all of this information that would have been helpful seven years ago or however many years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, that's so true. Dumbledore really liked to withhold information. Um, I think that part has like the only thing that really
1: honestly ages this, uh, ages the musical, Mm -hmm. because they're like, hey, 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 Dumbledore, if you can see everything and, and know everything, um, how does Lost end? <laughs> oh, <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah. This was in the middle of that. <clears throat>
0: I don't know. I think I covered all of my stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No. Just, why not? Okay, so there was this one um, moment when <laughs> Harry was like, Harry and Ron were talking about who are they going to take to the dance or whatever. <laughs> and... Um, Ron was like, I can't take my sister, she's my sister and, and Harry's like, I think of Hermione like my sister and he's like, What are we gonna do? You know? <laughs> and like just it was like how like stupid they Like I just like it when boys are stupid about girls. I think it's funny. <laughs> and they were pretty stupid in the books too, so in the movies. I find it
1: funny though that like Ron doesn't even it doesn't even cross his mind to think about taking Hermione. Right. He, he's he more quickly says I'm not taking my sister than he says I'm not gonna take her mining right yeah <laughs> so um, go ahead and give me like your overall thought of this
0: you know okay. do you, are you gonna keep watching what what's what's going on yeah I really liked it and after talking about it I think I liked it I enjoyed it even more than I thought I did and I'm gonna keep watching um, at some point. I'm curious about what happens next.
2: If you come over to my apartment and make me, yes. Um, And I would do it with with a good attitude. Will I continue (laughs) on my own? Mm -hmm. No, probably not. Like, I see what they were trying to do. I don't think they succeeded. At least they didn't succeed for me.
1: That's fair. Mm -hmm. So, has anybody been keeping up with anything?
2: I'm still watching Merlin. Yay! Where are you at now? Beginning of season four, I think. Uh,
1: for heartbreak. I'm trying, I'm
2: trying to decide if tomorrow is going to be spent binging Merlin, Luke Cage, or Reading mm-hmm. Eligible, well, if or doing a little on, of all three. Um,
0: I, I'm about where Kim is now, because I haven't watched anymore. I actually binge watched Luke, Luke Cage, um, the Friday it came out, and like, all day Saturday, and it was good. It didn't have any Jessica Jones in it though, so well, that's uh, so disappointed. And Luke Cage was kind of like had a several more love interests than Jessica Jones, and I was already invested. I have to get this off the chest, it's already invested in Jessica Jones, Luke Cage hooking up, getting married, having a baby. That's what's happened in the comic books. I just it's upsetting, <laughs> like, <laughs> but oh, besides not getting that, <laughs> so it was the,
2: good. the um, love interest that they introduced in Luke Cage. Does that make you feel any feelings? Or are you just, you're not Jessica, go away?
0: Like, I I like the love interest, because, like, it's a character we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I get it. I feel some feelings. I um, mean, I'm being a more invested in Jessica Jones than I am in Luke Cage. I mean, not that I don't love them both, because I do. Um, but I just don't know. I'm just... Something I'm going to have to struggle with, Kim. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know what else I've been watching. Kind of just been, like, skipping around on a lot of... Oh, I know what I binge watch. I mean, I know this is not anything that we have done before, so I guess I haven't been keeping up with anything. <laughs> that's, that's fine. But I did watch the second season of Scream, and it was really good. Um, and just trying to figure out what I'm going to recommend to you guys this week is what I've been trying to do. <laughs> but no, I haven't watched anything more of what's been recommended.
2: Janelle, have you been keeping up with anything?
0: Um, well, I keep talking
1: about Chuck every time we talk about this, because that's what I've been watching. And I finally... We have
0: not been asking you about Chuck at all. Like,
1: no,
2: but she's him. been bringing it up. No, <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, we've all
1: watched Chuck. We all are fans of Chuck. Yeah, yeah but I mean, every week you ask me what yeah. what have I been keeping up with anything, and every week I've been like, no, because I've been watching Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I finally finished Chuck. Um, and I don't know. There hasn't been much for me to keep up with. Like I started, I started Mr. Robot back over, and I'm mm-hmm. so frustrated. So frustrated. Why? <clears throat> I should have known everything. Oh right. But um, I, I don't. I did, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So mad. So I'm like mad.
0: Why do I see it coming? I just don't understand.
1: I mean well no that's the beauty of it though is that
0: how they design
1: everything is you see it
0: completely different you see things just so differently
1: it's very subtle Mm -hmm. Um, so and maybe this will make Elizabeth happy I don't know or or, no it was Kim because you recommended it Um, a, a quiz popped up on Facebook and it was like can you recognize these 50 movies from 1998 and like the clip like the the thumbnail was from Ever After, and uh, so I was like, "Sure, let's try this." And it said I made a hundred, but that was bullcrap. They were just trying to fluff my ego. So, <laughs> there you go. uh, so Elizabeth, what are we
2: doing next time?
0: Okay, I have. Um, you guys listen to the Mystery Show, a podcast. It's a podcast. Um, no. Okay. So that's what I recommend this time. Okay. The mystery show, and actually, I haven't looked at how long each of the episodes are. I know there's six total. That's all. That's all she made were six, but they're incredible. I'm so excited. So, I'm really bad at just describing things, um, but it's just worth the listen. And she just solves these unique little mysteries that only a few people think about. Uh, so, I'm just really interested to see what you guys think. And yeah, she. She only posted six. It was in 2015. When she posted it, it was the number one podcast on iTunes. Of course, that went away once she stopped posting new right. episodes.
2: So we're going to listen to all of them? Yes, if that's okay with you guys. Yes.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't have to be listened in order, so you can start wherever. Um, she said she would be coming back with more, but so far. I keep, I'm keep. i still subscribed because I hope <laughs> that she's still working on it. <laughs> hope that she's still okay working out there. If you want more I Love It Don't You content, uh, find us on our website, I Love It Don't You. Or you could email us at I Love It Don't You 1 at gmail.com and just let us know what you think.
2: Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys.
0: Thanks.